Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Rambo, Last Blood, in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. This is this is going to be a short episode. Uh, Rambo: Last Blood is new. Came out this past weekend. It is, if the title is any indication, the final time we will see the character John Rambo on screen. Uh, I believe there have been five movies now: Rambo, First Blood, First Blood Part Two, Rambo Three, Rambo, just Rambo from the mid two thousands, late two thousands. And then, finally, Rambo Last Blood. And outside of First Blood, I think they're all bad. I guess, like, not going to bury the lead. I, I think Rambo First Blood is quite good. Uh, it's enjoyable. It does a little bit more than the average action movie, which is nice. Uh, I'm pleased that it uh, tries to have a little bit of a commentary beyond shooting, just, you know, shooting people. And... Every movie after that doesn't really have the same social commentary. And it doesn't need to have the same social commentary, but it doesn't really have any social commentary. It's much more focused on uh, this just being a guy who knows how to kill people. And as at times uh, interesting as that may or may not be, it, it doesn't make for a compelling story. It doesn't make for a compelling character. You know, I think Rambo, John Rambo, has lost any of the intrigue that the character had back in the original film. And that's kind of a shame. Uh, you know, First Blood, while hardly, uh, you know, a, a masterpiece of cinema, at least tried to, tried to do something different. Uh, you know, tried to be something... There have been, you know, how many... Jean-Claude Van Damme films are there where there's just nothing to them. And I think all Jean-Claude Van Damme films are basically that. Whereas Stallone, uh, to his credit, at least in, in First Blood, tried to, to push for a little bit extra. You know, he's one of the credited writers on First Blood. Uh, he Oscar-nominated writer for Rocky. Uh, you know he's he's got the ability to to elevate these these films elevate uh what he's in which is impressive and and should be praised it's just that he doesn't quite get i don't know he, it's the the expendables is the same way you know stallone He's got these interesting ideas, he's got these interesting premises, and yet, uh, you know, he he's fails to execute, uh, especially in future iterations of the characters. Uh, you know, Rocky, the first Rocky is, is so good, it's so exciting, and, you know, you can talk to, you know, everybody's going to have a little bit of a different opinion on, on which Rocky sequels are worth watching, but... I would say that outside of Rocky, the only good Rocky sequels to me are Creed. 
The only good Rocky sequel is Creed. And not that, you know, two, three, four, you know, all the Rocky sequels are bad. I don't, they're not awful. They're not garbage. There's definitely worth things worth seeing in each of them for various reasons. But none of them reached Rocky Heights. And I don't think any of them reached Creed Heights. And just like Rambo, just or just like Rocky, Rambo suffers that same... Uh, that same disappointment. I think what makes First Blood stand out is the very inner conflict, the the turmoil that you can feel happening inside of Rambo through the film. And that just doesn't exist in any of the sequels. Which is weird because... So, Last Blood, to give you guys a kind of idea of how this works, uh, he's super old now. Uh, he, he lives very close to the Mexican border, I think in, in Arizona. And uh, he just, he has a, re- a farm now. We're not sure, I'm not sure what he does for a living. He trains horses, apparently, but I don't really get an idea of, like, how he affords the place and so on. Neither here nor there. And he has a niece played by Yvette Monreal, uh, Gabrielle, who is uh, fine at best in the film. And she has a father that she doesn't know. And the the plot kind of gets kicked off when she finds out where her father is, and he's in Mexico. And so through a uh, series of events, Rambo has to cross the border to find her and bring her home. Which, you know, it's simple, it's straightforward, and the movie doesn't need to be much more than that. I, I think, you know, we've seen, I've seen action movies with worse plots than this. But then the movie does so many different things that, that really just made me frustrated and and confused because... The, the 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 rescue mission is about three-fifths, maybe two-thirds of the movie. Uh, and then the movie shifts again. Because, you know, he does find her. And, and, and the problem is, at no point in this movie does Rambo ever feel in danger. Out of his league. You know, he's... You know, Stallone is how old now? Like 70? That might be a little old. Um, maybe not. Let me see if it'll tell me. Uh, born in 46. So yeah, he's 73. He's 73 right now. And he, guy looks great. You know, for a guy who's 73, to be able to do any of the stuff he does in this movie is, is pretty impressive. It's a very incredible. You know, hats off to him for just making that believable it's it's believable that the guy could do the things he does in the movie problem is there's no challenge to him you know he he, for an action movie you know there's a big bad guy there's the one recognizable you know non-american character who you know is is set up as the big bad guy he doesn't pose a threat None of the other people pose a threat. The movie also attempts to inject the the PTSD paranoia 
from the original with these these brief moments of a flashback of you know of the the these spells that Rambo goes under where you know he's lost he's he's unfocused he he can't remember he's you know visions from the past are invading his present and i just if the point of that was to you know draw on what worked in the original it doesn't because it doesn't really amount to anything it never impairs his judgment it never makes him do anything incorrectly it never comes up really you know it's really only there you know if you take that part away then this could be called this movie could be called anything you know it could really just change make the title any generic action title the revenge um the border or whatever you want to call it and it functions just the same but because it's named rambo gotta make sure you're connected to what the character used to be and so i think that is either a waste or uh you know completely unsubstantiated there's no reason to have it it doesn't add anything to the movie uh, other things that don't add anything to this movie, Paz Vega's character, who, I remember she shows up in the movie, and I was like, oh my gosh, is that Paz Vega, is that Paz Vega, and it was, which was interesting, because she has such a small role here, and I feel like she deserves better than that, but like, maybe not, uh, she is a Mexican woman who helps Rambo at a couple of points in his, uh, crusade i suppose and her role is just that to help him again i I think any of the things she gives him he did not need uh he could have the movie could have she could have been written out of this movie and i think it works just as well except it's already such a short movie um I, i don't know like you know, like, Letterbox lists it as 100 minutes. IMDb lists it at 89 minutes. I clocked it at 79 minutes. It is in, It is so short. Very, very little happens. There is very, very... Like, that's the thing. Like, there's no resistance to his crusade, you know? And I think because of that, he just kind of steamrolls through every conflict that's put up in front of him to the point where it's not exciting it's boring it's it's dull it's drawl it's just just meaningless so getting to the final third or so of the movie what ultimately ends up where we ultimately end up is this glorified r-rated you know stifling a chuckle in the theater scenario where Rambo is rigging up his farm as a sort of home alone trap for the Mexican cartel. And and just like the the home alone R-rated home alone is fills me with so much joy. I I could I love the premise of that. I love the idea of it. I think that has so much wow factor thrill factor i think you could make it r-rated home alone intentionally and um 
have you could you'd really have something i think it'd be so it'd be really exciting and it's just kind of tacked on to this movie it felt like the story was over and it wasn't and you know it, it just kind of cements rambo as being this he's not a hero he's still kind of an anti-hero which in and of itself is interesting uh the decision like where the story ends up with his niece i like i like the decision they made but i think the execution here is just so pitiful you know you get this five minute montage of stallone you know rigging explosives and sharpening weapons and firing the bow and digging a trench and this that and the other thing and then you know it's just like okay we've it's kind of like we created this list of things that we need to do later on and then the event then it happens and it's just like all right check that off 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 there's no flair there's no creativity you know i haven't seen home alone in a long time uh, any of them honestly in a long time and i don't I don't remember how much of the movie was how 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 much time was given to the setup of all the the pranks and the defense mechanisms but it wasn't much if I remember correctly and most of it when we see it you know like when it's I don't know uh I forget I think in in one of the movies or in one of the point parts some guy somebody comes in through the window and there's like jacks and stuff littered on the ground that he's gonna, the guy's gonna step on, and we don't see Macaulay Culkin or maybe it was from the third one. I don't remember. Uh, we don't see the kid set up the jacks. We don't see him like scatter them, place them so that the pointy end is sticking up. We don't see that, but we get it from the film when the guy approaches the window, the camera pans down, we see the jacks, and then it goes back up to the guy opening the window. And like, that's all you need. We don't need this long montage of, oh, check this off, check this off, check this off. Because now we're just waiting. I'm waiting for the trench explosions. I'm waiting for the pipe through the wall. I'm waiting for this uh, defense mechanism and that defense mechanism, this crossbow that's set to shoot when somebody trips a trip wire. Uh, you know, I, I don't... I don't need all of that. I, I don't want all of that. I, it's 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 too much. It's overkill. It it destroys. Uh, I don't know. It, it destroys the the suspense. Because, which is interesting, because it kind of works counter to to what um, to what Hitchcock would always say, or at least my my reaction to it is counter to what Hitchcock would always say is. And I brought this up before, but if you make something blow up and the audience wasn't ready for it, it's shocking for a second. But if you plant the bomb, you show them the bomb, and then let the audience know, okay, this is a bomb and it's going to go off and it's underneath this table and these characters are just talking. They don't know that it's there. It slowly builds suspense more and more as the scene extends, as it gets longer. And I think, and I'm sure, I don't know if they necessarily cited Hitchcock but that's kind of what is trying to happen in Rambo in in the last sequence of Last Blood and I, I think it, it fails because by the time we see the montage 
Rambo has mowed through every single person in front of him. It's never been difficult. It's never been hard. And so there's no lingering danger. There's no lingering threat. No one feels up to the task of, of challenging him. And so I, I get to the end of the movie, this final moment, these final sequences, and I'm not concerned that he's in danger. I'm not concerned that, you know, he's going to be hurt, he's going to be killed, or any of those things. And it's, you know, it's on the movie to, to make me feel that way, which it doesn't. But then, by giving us, you know, okay, this is, you know, it, it's it's different when you set something up and you fail to build up drama, uh, drama around the event. So if we go back to the bomb under the table situation, supposedly, presumably, the characters talking at the table are also involved in some sort of personal drama, some sort of personal relationship where they, you know, the, the fact, the, the, the drama between the two characters is what's getting in the way of them realizing that they're in danger and is, you know, slowly distracting from the fact that the bomb's even there. Here, there's really none of that. Uh, you know, the, the drama in the last part of the movie is manufactured by the movie. It's completely unnecessary. It goes way over the top. It's, it's not worth having. Because the movie's done after like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And then everything that happens after that is just, well, we gotta, we gotta fill out some more time. We gotta, you know, we've got a little bit more money in the budget. We, you know, we need some more deaths. We need some explosions. Uh, gotta have Rambo shoot the bow. And uh, do ya? Do you? It, it just it, it's all very very excessive and not in the sort of fun Kingsman sort of way not in the you know exciting you know over the top ridiculous sort of way it's just excessive it's just a lot it's just so much and it's just all right, got you know. All of a sudden, there's like a hundred people, and I'm like, all right, well, he's gonna kill this person, then this person dies, this person dies, this person dies, this person dies, and it's just like hack slash cut, shoot, stab, move on. So, I mean, I'm not recommending the movie. I, I don't think it's worth seeing. I don't think it's very good. It's not the worst Rambo movie. I think it it barely ekes out over Rambo 3, but it is very, very close, and it is pretty bad in in its own right. I... I don't know. I, I think there's just... There's something... There's something fascinating to me about how 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 studios and and theaters and and pro producers and all those people everybody you know involved in in the movie from conception to release there's something fascinating in how a movie like Rambo Last Blood gets made and more so than say i don't know um 
I mean, I guess Angel Has Fallen kind of falls into this under the same umbrella, but it just these 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 super late revivals of a franchise that has already kind of been driven into the ground. You know, Angel Has Fallen. It was the third film, so it's not quite as um, it's not quite as 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 guilty. I would say, but man, like this is the fifth movie in the Rambo franchise. They started, you know, like 45 years ago, give or take. And I just I don't know what, or I guess 30, 37 years ago. Uh, I just, I don't know what the appeal is anymore. I, you know, the, the appeal seems to be gone seem to have ended back in 2008 when the last one came out. You know, we're 11 years later and Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You now, he did it with the Rocky franchise with Rocky Balboa. Uh but at least Rocky Balboa for me anyway kind of had an interesting premise to it. You know, we we sit, you know, anybody who's a fan of any sport, you know, has has had that discussion of like who's better, you know, Michael Jordan in his prime or LeBron in his prime or Kobe in his prime and none of their their primes were never really lined up. So we never really got to answer that question in a meaningful way. And but at least Rocky Balboa sought to like give us that manifested in in film form. And, you know, you can argue whether or not it was successful in that, but it did, you know, it it tried to give us that, it gave us that, and Last Blood doesn't, doesn't have anything to it, there's nothing at all, you know, interesting or, or different or unique to Last Blood that we haven't seen in other Rambo movies, that we haven't seen in other action movies, uh, and generally better in those those films. So you know, um, it's 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 Rambo. So I guess if the name does something for you, then you know there it is. Uh, Rambo: Last Blood. Like I said, didn't really like it. Things pretty bad. That's it though. It's kind of it. That's it for today today i do know what friday's episode is going to be um i'm very interested to get into it uh hopefully it it, i don't know says something to somebody and causes some people to check out a new movie that they probably have never heard of and we'll get to it then thank you for listening to today's episode it does mean a lot Uh, i appreciate each and everybody who takes the time to listen if you'd like to find more episodes find them on iTunes, Stitcher, places where podcasts can be found. You can also head over to the website, circleoffilm.com, for this and much more. If you would like to get in touch with me for any reason at all, find me on Twitter at Circle of Film, letterboxd at Circle of Film, or send an email, circleoffilm at gmail.com. You can support the show, like it, rate it, review it, subscribe it, subscribe to it, or just listen. Uh, you know, that's really the biggest thing. You can also... If you are so inclined, become a patron at patreon.com slash circle of film for as little as eight cents an episode, which gives you early access to some of the episodes when I have the time to record them early. Uh, And there's other stuff. There's other stuff you could get. Thank you for listening. 
And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same night. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same night. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.